0: Hello, now welcome to the show. Just before we crack on, I just want to double check. Do you want to get confident on camera, be irresistible to those you're talking to and speak online with confidence and ease? Well, grab my new online course, Calm On Camera, the pre-recorded series now. Over the course of four sessions, we'll be really getting clear on why it is that you're showing up online and how to do it in a way that works for you. So head to amylayton.teachable.com and enter the promo code Presence for 10% off now. Hello, welcome back to this week's episode of Irresistible Presence. Now, today I am talking to Fab Giovanetti, who is a writer, a published author, a marketing consultant, founder of Creative Impact Group, and also my digital marketing guru so fab and i have known each other for a good few years now we've worked together since the beginning of the year i think since the beginning of 2020 but we've known each other for a few years before then and we always have such a fun chatting she is such a wonderful human being she is so so brilliant and today we have talked all about everything around spoons, breakfasts to dishwasher coffee dishwasher coffee dish water coffee and having confidence in your beliefs and putting yourself out there creating relationships in different ways and how you can be really confident when you put yourself out there and you're marketing your services it is such an interesting conversation I certainly got a lot from it I do get a lot from working with fab and working with the creative impact group and I'm sure you will too so enjoy right there we go we're recording <laughs> diplomatic scientist over here
1: <laughs> that's AKA, me though. that's me that's me <laughs>
0: <laughs> aka Fabiana Giovannetti I don't
1: know why I just said that really weirdly so basically what I was going to say is that Italians are really really angry <laughs> scientists <laughs> that's why you said it that way I love it Italians are really angry scientists they are indeed <laughs> they are well welcome <laughs> angry scientists <laughs> thank you so much for having me as a diplomatic (laughs) angry scientist it's my pleasure sorry guys we're already rambling and it's not even like one minute in
0: oh dear we have we have quite a tendency to ramble about some really random stuff don't we so you know we're only going to continue this conversation on on the podcast why not (laughs) um diplomatic scientist and oh just for people listening to this the reason why i'm calling Fab, who we have on as a guest, who I'm going to ask to actually introduce herself in a second. Um, the reason why I'm calling Fab Diplomatic Scientist is th- because through Squadcast, which is how we're recording this, it's the platform that I'm using, she, instead of putting her name, has put the words
1: Diplomatic Scientist. No, so, it's, it's, excuse me, excuse me. Emulation. Go on. We're putting words into my mouth here. <laughs> I shall not let you say that I chose their Squadcast, chose it for me. <laughs> Squad, <laughs> yes Squadcaster just said i don't know she she is not because i didn't read through guys i'm sorry i just jumped in i was like excited Joined the session it didn't ask me to add my name it just decided that it was gonna add diplomatic scientist to it and then let me choose to change it whether i wanted to or not i didn't realize until i was talking to amy we're just kind of doing the prep and i was like why is it as you say diplomatic scientist <laughs> i thought you'd pray it no, his squad cast has decided to give me this title. So, yeah, I feel, and by the way, I'm not a scientist, guys. So if you're, this is, you really prepped now to listen to me talking about, like, biology. Uh, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Just
0: in case. Dear, okay, well, I had no idea. I thought you'd genuinely chosen it. Okay, well, diplomatic scientist, could you please introduce yourself? <laughs> if you are not the diplomatic scientist, who on earth are you?
1: I am Fab. I am Italian, but I'm not angry. And I'm very excited to be with Amy. Uh, I'm, um, I'm a marketing consultant. And I'm also the founder of Creative Impact Co, which is a collective of creatives with a mission to make a positive impact on other people and the planet. Quickly, creatives are the health and wellness professionals, they are the coaches, they are the Instagrammers, the podcasters, people that have a strong mission that want to help others in different ways and have a very strong mission, a very strong proposition when it comes to showing up online with, with what they want to say. Boop, boop. C'est boop. moi. Boop.
0: C'est moi, well no, c'est toi. Um, <laughs> thank you, thank you.
1: See, not Diplomatic Scientist, but founder of Creative Impact. Thank you, Fab. Thank you. No it's my pleasure. <laughs> we can keep, you can keep calling me Diplomatic Scientist if, if you want for the whole duration of this podcast, and we're all with that.
0: I mean, I would. I don't know if that's a bit weird. Is that weird? <laughs>
1: let us know, guys, if it's weird or not.
0: Yeah, let us know. <laughs>
1: we're going to get a lot, of, a lot of reviews about this podcast episode specifically. <laughs> This is the
0: one that's going to stand out.
1: Indeed. Always, always. Always, (laughs) always. always.
0: (laughs) Um, So, um, Fab, I have a few quick fire questions, which I ask everyone to kick us off with. All right. So they're to do with food because you know priorities in life right so we're here to chat about confidence and things like that but actually food comes first so you know we're (laughs) gonna chat I've got some questions so the
1: first question are you ready for this I haven't prepped you you have no idea what I'm gonna ask are you ready I am absolutely ready we have the same on our podcast I'm just gonna say what we asked the last question which you probably remember because she was this lady was the first guest of my podcast of our podcast ever (laughs) Ever, ever. I was. And ever. I, and I do the same because people, guys, spoiler alert, even when you say to the guests, prepare yourself, listen to the to the episodes, sometimes they don't. So I leave this question for last in my case because then I know that people won't listen up until the very end, so I always keep them my surprise. So I'm ready for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I was born ready. Pass away. Let's do Payback. this. <laughs> Payback is coming. <laughs> Payback is coming. Payback is real.
0: Right. So in, the, in that case then, boom breakfast lunch
1: or dinner breakfast bam oh straight in okay yeah baby (laughs) you challenged me i'm ready
0: all right sweet or savory breakfast savory okay and if you were to go out to your favorite cafe for your favorite breakfast what would your order be
1: What if my favorite cafe is my home? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if your favorite cafe is your home, what would you order? No, to be honest, actually, um, I don't, I cannot think of one, but I would say, I actually love to go to cafes. That's probably the the weirdest convoluted answer to that for breakfast or even like restaurants and stuff over, for example, just going out for dinner is lovely, but breakfast really makes me happy. I Uh, agree. I would say, you know what came to mind? Go on, I'm excited. She's already already hating me right now, but (laughs) what came to mind is once we went to a Wetherspoons for breakfast. (laughs) It (laughs) wasn't my favourite. If you're not in the UK, uh, lovely listener, you must (laughs) know Wetherspoons is definitely not high-end Hipster avocado toast breakfast. It's like the greasy spoon. It's like I actually had one. (laughs) I actually did one. Test trial in a kitchen, a spoons when I came to the UK for the first time after after my degree, just, just as a little job to do what I was trying to fulfill my dreams and such, and so I don't even know how I went back into a after I saw what happened behind the scenes But and I just remember the English breakfast the, I just remember that, I, and I remember that it has like um, unlimited coffee for a reason, because it kind of like washes down whatever you're eating <laughs> that's the reason why, so that's what came into my head but the reason why I did is because I do really love um I actually really love veggie English breakfasts mm, yeah. um so that's why that where the, the spoons came up to mind because I remember that was the most vivid English breakfast I've ever had because he had everything
0: all the did it have like want. sauce was it was this one veggie or was it meaty I think it, I
1: think it was meaty
0: did um, it have like sausages and bacon and black pudding did
1: it have black pudding Maybe not, but I do like black pudding. I do,
0: I do as well.
1: Guilty confession. <laughs> We're just gonna be like, guys, we we like it, don't hate us. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like the veggie though because it has uh, well, it has avocado, which is the logo of Creative Impact. Therefore, mm-hmm. always looking for an avocado. And by the way, our collective members, because we have a membership. My students, people that follow us, whenever they see an avocado shaped something, they send it to me. That's literally the state. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's how much people associate us with the avocado. But some veggie breakfasts have that. And also some veggie breakfasts, which I think the ones I remember, I think are around East London, but I don't remember the cafes though. Mm-hmm. Also have a which I love. Oh, yes. That combination is a good one. So yes. I think uh, a veggie... Full English because he has hash browns. Mm. If there's no hash browns, I'm out of here. Just saying. Yeah, do you know what? I'm the same.
0: I went out for brunch a couple of weeks ago and asked them, I had a veggie, veggie breakfast, but it didn't have hash browns with it. So Why? I asked for like, you know, it's my favorite cafe around the corner. Asked them to put some hash browns with it. Well, it wasn't, it was like posh hash browns, whatever that is, um, it was like potato hash, I think instead of hash browns. <laughs> and the girl said, oh, I'm going to go and need to check with the chef. So I went, okay, thinking, I I want to spend more money with you. Of course you're going to let me. And she came back and she went, chef said he can't put potato hash
1: with your vegetarian breakfast. And I just... You were baffling the chef. The chef was like, what is she asking me to do? This is a perfect <laughs> balanced veggie breakfast. Yeah,
0: I was like, you know, it was like halloumi and chutney and avocado and rocket on sourdough. And I wanted the extra carbs. I just, I just ran a half marathon. That's what it was. So okay. I was like, I need the extra carbs. I want the potato hash. No, no wasn't happening not even, it it?
1: not even on the side <laughs> not <laughs> even on the side me on the side on a corner like just like poor shamed little like potato sorry potato hash god knows if i called <laughs> the hash brown what she would have done to you heaven forbid like, what are you talking about this is no hash okay I um, okay ne- next time i come and see you just don't take me to that place because i'm going to go and ask for potato hash and if i don't get my potato hash i'm going to i'm going to start a revolution
0: I'm all gonna... right noted noted never take fab to the cafe around the corner <laughs> that doesn't serve potato hash unless you order it as part of the meal that's Goodness. prescribed on the menu rubbish i'll have that yeah shocker i want to know though did you have a pint with your Wetherspoons english breakfast because that is quite a tradition <laughs>
1: I think at the time I was still. drinking. We will drinking. get onto the juicy
0: stuff in a bit, but. <laughs> know
1: to a pint. At the time I was still drinking. Now I haven't been drinking for two years now, a bit more mm-hmm. than two years. So I would, I would probably try to get. Uh, I might, I might, would have tried to get like a, I was going to say a veggie beer. That's not a thing. Um, <laughs> a veggie beer. Nutflash. Uh, beer is beer is not vegetarian. Dun, dun, dun. Do you imagine imagine like more imagine like a carrot-based beer um but no I would usually have an alcohol-free beer anyway when, when I go out sometimes I have that um I think we we didn't because we were actually like it was a hangover a heavy heavily hangover sort of like um breakfast so that's why we had I think I had seven helpings of the n- so-called coffee that was complimentary you can have as much as you want just water brown dish water right <laughs> 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 yes. So, But that, that was literally what pulled us in, guys. This is how weak I was. We saw that you could have as much coffee as you wanted to, and I was like, this is what I need right now. So we, we all decided together, it was three of us, three, me and two friends, we all decided together to just uh, scoff down the coffee.
0: But as but as an
1: Italian, you know, surely your standards for coffee are pretty high. Are they not? <laughs> yeah, but I lived in this country. I lived in the UK, sorry. I lived in the UK for... Ten years, so you kind of have to appreciate the different varieties and degrees. I also, and I now work. I worked for myself for the past eight years. But uh first, when I came in, I worked for the people in different capacities, both startups and like different kind of like all all the school companies and mm. uh, and also Nando's, dubs Again, uh, British people will know exactly the chain of restaurant I'm talking chicken about. And those, chicken Nando's, Chicken Nando's. <laughs> so I had a very very wide range of types of coffee is from, as you say, the brown water to something that is a bit more like an espresso. Um, so you kind of adapt. Obviously, my fave is always an espresso over everything else. Because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. it's short, it's bitter, and um, you just kind of... My love, by the way, this is the last segue, I promise, and then we'll get into juiciness. But my mom has this thing about espresso. She loves coffee, but she puts like three or four sugars in it. Oof. And I'm like, why do you do that? And she was like, well, I don't know. You can drink coffee. It's so bitter. And I'm like... "So." what what what, do you like the taste of coffee no and i'm like okay mother we have a problem (laughs) like i need to mask the taste of the coffee but so many people do that and that's what makes me sometimes it baffles me and i'm like i really love the taste of coffee that's why i drink coffee so me too for 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 sugars in in an espresso guys imagine an espresso as a shot glass
0: oh my goodness
1: seriously what's left aside from diabetes not a lot (laughs) Just, just diabetes at the bottom. Just <laughs> That's diabetes. That's like diabetes at the bottom. It's like sip it up, great. Oh my um, gosh,
0: I don't think I've ever known anyone as passionate about coffee than you. Because genuinely, every time I chat to you, you know, and we chat a good two or three times a month. Every time I chat to you, you've got a pretty strong coffee in your hand.
1: Yeah, I know. apart from now, actually, I'm a bit disappointed. Where is it? Well, it's because my, I mean, unfortunately, that's the beauty of the podcast now, guys. I want you to imagine, oh, guys, (laughs) oh, you listener. I want you to imagine, close your eyes and imagine a small bottle, right? Imagine the size of a small kind of like cool, edgy, like those kind of reusable bottles. That's the size of a bottle, right? This is now becoming a mocha, which is one of those old Italian cafetiers, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine that size. This is that mocha, and I could even show Amy, I think I showed you once when we were talking, but I'll show you again later on, but it's that big. It is literally as big as a reusable bottle, and it holds about, I think, coffee for like five people. We put it on in the morning, and then that's what I sip through from 8 o'clock until 12. Obviously, we share it with the boyfriend, but Linda, to say, I'm the one that usually goes heavier on that. So, and it's, and it's really strong. It is it's a strong coffee because it's made with that cafeteria and it's really strong uh, compared to what you would have with, like, the pods. So that kind of now keeps me going without having to have my top-ups because, yeah, whenever mm. I talk to Amy, usually I have a top-up. That said, though, you have your coffee too usually when we talk because we talk business. True. So you, you know, we need the extra.
0: Need True. Extra. True. So, uh, to be fair, I did decide to go for the maybe slightly better uh alternative because we are recording this it is currently half past two in the afternoon so uh, i have gone for the mint herbal tea because i
1: thought you know i better try and be good (laughs) and not drink too much coffee i have already had two massive cups of coffee today reluctantly apparently from the face that amy is making which you cannot see um but reluctantly she's trying to have them well no the secret is is that i'm going to
0: the gym later and i know i'm going to have a coffee before i go to the gym so Mm -hmm. um you know, got to try and got to try and get some sort of rehydration in there somewhere, haven't I?
1: Otherwise, body pump is going to be a whole different type of pump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh yes. <laughs> OK, well, now that we've um,
0: we've discussed breakfasts, we've discussed coffee, dishwater or not. Um, I'm going to I'm going to start thinking now, Fab. I'm going to ask you another question which, again, I've only just, prior to recording this, I've only just told you what the question is. Um, So I'm going to ask you another one. Um, Because we are here to think about this idea of confidence, and, you know, it's something that I've been discussing with all the guests on the show so far and looking at what your relationship with confidence has been and, you know, what, what confidence essentially means to you at the moment. So, you know, I want to start off by asking that question to you. What does confidence mean to you?
1: Um, I'm going to go for the gut answer. Uh, okay, there's a couple of layers, though. So I'm going to go with the first layer, mm. which is probably the most like hashtag uh, inspirational boss babe, mm-hmm. which is like confidence in your beliefs. Because once you are confident in your beliefs, then when you are sharing your message, you know that what you're talking about is something mm-hmm. that you believe in. Therefore, you can get the message across. You can get people to, you know, be on board with it by, by your message almost. And it sounds mm-hmm. really weird. Obviously, I said marketing is what I do. So there's an element of always understanding how to create that connection and building that relationship. So that's that. Confidence in beliefs to me also means confidence in being able to create relationships in different ways. And again, um, I would say that because I think always about these topics now on a with a bit of business mindset because that's kind of what I mainly do when I show up online is obviously talk about um, business and the challenges and the growth that comes within that. Another thing that I was thinking about, though, which has been a massive, probably the biggest um, drawing back for me, has been confidence in your expertise. And I'll explain. I have a degree in English and Russian literature. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> as you can see, I've, I'm using that on, a, on an hourly English basis. English and Russian literature. Yes, you don't know that. I didn't know that. No. no. Yeah, that's why I, I, I got loaded. Of... you every day. That's why I got scribbles in English and Russian and not Italian. Uh, like There's loads of Russian scribbles in my, oh, on I my Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that was the thing. Obviously I want to become a journalist and a writer and I kind of have done that. So I'm I'm happy about that. But then obviously I started, when I started my journey, I was a business coach because I thought that kind of, that's what I would call myself because it was nothing else. We're talking about eight years ago, guys, trust me, there were not many of us out there. However, my passion has always been in marketing, so that's why now I call myself a marketing consultant, because that's what I keep constantly studying and revising, but obviously I talk about other things, and for the longest time, because I'm shy of 30, as the as time of this recording, I started eight years ago, so I was, what, 22, 23, not even, I was really young, so I never felt like I could confidently call myself an expert in what I was learning, And it took me about eight years. And now they put in perspective, I've been in marketing for 10 years, but for eight years I've been doing this obviously just by myself. And now I'm kind of starting to say, wait a sec. Mm. (laughs) I actually have the experience, the expertise, the understanding. And confidence to me was, first of all, I had to at some point just tell myself, you know, you are good enough with what you feel like is the expertise that you have, which is key when it comes to being able to also share your gift and share your message. But also I had to be honest with myself in a way. So confidence also comes with that honesty of understanding your limitations, your struggles, so that you can actually show up in the best way you can. Um, because there's always going to be a contingency when it comes to confidence as an expert, which is a big thing. Because uh, some yeah. people will say you need the certifications, people will need, you need the hours, some people, you know, the different ways that people are, um, get that. But once you actually set up your own, uh, definition of it and you understand what you need to do in order to feel confident in yourself as an expert in what you want to share and who you are then uh, that's going to be half of the battle because if you go by what other people are saying then you never it's never going to be enough you're always going to be too young too old too, um to anything you know too foreign for me being italian being in another country so you need to be able really to understand what that means to you and that's a massive long-winded answer with 17 layers to it <laughs> no i love it but that's kind of what I see confidence to me is a combination of things and it comes mm-hmm. from the different things you can bring together because when you show up wherever, people clearly understand what you're about and how you can bring value to them. Remember, one thing that I'm going to say that probably is going to be the biggest thing that I want to leave you guys with is uh, when you show up online, when you are online, you are, if you are always engaging in an exchange of value, which sounds exhausting and sometimes it can be but you're always asking for something and trying to give something back and that push and pull so that the confidence that you have in yourself and in what you're trying to uh, share is going to be key because it means that you get a lot of clarity in what you want to do and how you want to help people. Mm.
0: Mm. I I totally, totally agree. Um, it's interesting what you were saying about when you started around 22, 23, and you know being too too young for people to deem you as an expert or too foreign or whatever it is this and that and the other because that's something that I can I can very much resonate with and when I set up my business three years ago now you know I remember people saying to me who's going to take you seriously you're only 25 or you know however old I was um what what have you got to add? You haven't got the years of experience. And I was like, well, actually I have because I've I've been doing this for years. I've been doing this for five or six years. But just because, you know, I'm 25, 26, it doesn't mean that I haven't got those years of experience, you know, just because I haven't got 30 years. I can still call myself an expert. I still know what I'm talking about and I know what my offering is.
1: Like, that's... and I on. think a lot of that is about um it's about that mirroring that reflection with again with I know which I know is something that you talk about as well mm. a lot. And it's not necessarily comparison per se, but it's one of the shades of comparison and obviously mm. and there was now we're gonna show our age. There was a blessing in the fact that <laughs> the interwebs the, the internet <laughs> The internet. The, inter- uh, the, the internet was very young when we first jumped on board with it. And again, remember guys that potentially people that are listening might be our age or around our age. People might be a bit older. And, you know, I still remember when I was 18 and I was teaching my granddad, bless him, when he still was around how to, how to use a mouse because the mouse was still a key part of your laptop. And he was just like trying to figure out that thing that was moving. And I was like, okay. And, but because, you know, it was new for everyone, and obviously, you know, different people were approaching different things. But and that came with the benefit of having less type of information, less examples, less things to compare with. Whereas right now, there is a wealth of information, and there is a wealth of other people doing similar things or doing the same thing. And it's just about understanding how you can stand out without feeling like you have to go through what is deemed a um, approved journey. Mm in order mm-hmm. to be achieve X, Y, and Z. Now, mm-hmm. that said, if you're a doctor, I do appreciate that you want to take your years of medicine seriously <laughs> because, you know, you have to put things into context. I'm not saying that, you know, as a lawyer tomorrow, you just say, I want to be a lawyer, and the day after you go out in the tribunal. It's not that. But you need to appreciate that for some um, professions and for some people and for newer uh, walks of life there yeah. are different professions that weren't even a thing, um there's not really a cookie cutter solution Mm. Uh, and people that project onto you that you don't have enough time. You don't have enough experience. How, what can you bring differently is because there are some insecurities on their end that they're trying to project onto you. That's usually what I find. Yeah. So with the work that you do
0: then with creative impact and with putting yourself out as an expert and, you know, putting across your, Um, expertise and sharing your tips and tools with people how how does that fit into and I'm just thinking through the way I say this question how does that fit in with any competitors that you might have sticking to your core values sticking to your beliefs sticking within your own confidence and I mean how many how many followers do you now have on social media as part of the creative impact code
1: Tens mm. of thousands,
0: right? Is it fifty yeah.
1: thousand thousand time o- of o- Overall time of recording is probably about eighty thousand overall across all channels. Because we okay. got some there have about there's some that are 50, 58,000, but there's another that has twenty thousand. So yeah. So He's fair to say, say you're pretty market leading with, with what you're doing. Yeah, came with
0: time, but yeah. 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 And so how how do you then, when you are sharing that expertise, how do you stay true to your your beliefs and what it is that you're putting out there as opposed to going, oh, well, actually they're saying that this is the successful way of doing things and this is the successful way of doing things or, you know, should I be following X paths? How do you stay true to yourself?
1: Uh, Well, there is something that I would say... I might even have to ask you slightly because obviously we have done some work together, mm-hmm. uh, and it's almost kind of like a case that obviously if you want to share, you don't have to just put you like on the spotlight. But you know, also what prompted you to get my help? And you think mm-hmm. about it, I, again, I'm going to put words in your mouth now. Hey, but I'm saying it wouldn't come just from a place of like, yeah, because Fab knows everything about Facebook ads. It was there's also a relationship of an element, sorry, of the person themselves and how you feel like. In a world where, yes, we need help. Yes, we need support. But we also want to have connections. So whichever help you're going to look for, whichever uh, tool, sometimes even tool you're going to use, even if you go beyond like a membership, obviously we're a membership, so we're heavily based on uh, connections. Mm. And even with the courses that we do, you're going to hear my voice for hours. So you kind of want to make sure that you resonate with my style of teaching, right? Um, But overall... In general, there's an element of connection. You want to connect with uh, the person in this case. Obviously, if you're working with me as a one-to-one consulting, duh. But you want to also connect with the way that the the people that are part of the ecosystem. So in this case, as a membership, you want to make sure that you have the same values as members. So actually, the way that I sit true to my values is by putting values first. Let me explain, because right now it feels like, thanks, Fab, you haven't said anything at all. No. <laughs> what I mean by that is that I'm ex- like. For example for creative impact it's even easier because we have on the membership first of all it's on the website but also on the membership landing page if you want to join us there is literally written down our quote unquote 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 unquote, manifesto and it's a great exercise for anyone i don't have a personal one because it's kind of the creative impact one um so it kind of reflects on the consulting and also with my consulting is more about also my my personality mm. and so i would say that having a manifesto how long or how short it might be which can even just be like bullet points of values really helps you understanding who you want to help how you want to help them what is your quote-unquote work ethic what is your uh, you know what is the kind of things that you align with the kind of businesses that you align with it really does depend whoever is listening how you want to show up and who you want to help. But putting it down in writing really helps because then people can say, yes, this is for me, or no, this isn't, and it's kind of that. Um, Another thing that I would say when it comes to more on a personal level, so Creative Impact is an entity, is a brand, and sometimes we decide to go down that route. But obviously also my personal brand, which is similar, but still a bit, there's this element of separation. And one thing that I personally do is that I choose the medium of writing mainly. Mm. Uh, I write a lot. I'm a writer. I'm an author as well. Um, And with that is where I do two things with my writing. I learn something new because whenever something happens or there's a new tool or there's a, where I can learn something more about email marketing, for example, I do the study and then I write down my research. I write down what I learned. I write down little tips. So that helps me again, almost that is as well as values constantly learning helps me feeling that confidence and feeling like you can go to anybody else. But one thing that I know I have the confidence that I always keep up to date with my industry, which is key in an industry like mine because it changes every every two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, also have the values that are part of mine and part of Creative Impacts that are really clear written down. And you know, to me, knowing that we only help poorly, we help mainly people that have a very strong conscious mission they're doing something positive for the planet or for other people Mm -hmm. helps me saying I am for you, maybe I'm not for somebody else. Um, And also last thing, sorry, and that I promise I'll be done. (laughs) (laughs) Is also I get really clear on who I am as a human um now you saw, obviously uh the you you saw you listened to what i'm telling you now was 15 minutes of us talking about like breakfast and coffee okay absolutely i'm, I'm not saying that <laughs> that's what i do for 15 minutes with every single client but it's unlikely that i'm gonna start my conversation with a client just you know dressed up with the tie and then going into like you know bullet point conversation and using like my little glasses again that said is not it's not the other way around again where i just talk about our fluff but i bring my personality in you know and that is key because i want people that are talking to me to feel comfortable because yes we're talking about business and marketing but then sometimes we talk about confidence sometimes we talk about you know uh belief sometimes we're talking about being bloody tired and you don't want to do this this week you don't want to show up or you don't want to send that newsletter because you just don't have the confidence so being able to hold that space by telling them this is how I am I'm gonna try and make you laugh that's how I help you know that's that's what I am some other people might instead being you know um, asking those questions I'm thinking about especially coaches when you work with a life coach maybe you have the one that is a bit more assertive maybe you have the one that is a bit more listening so it's just that that is a key element especially when you work with individuals and you're more about your personal brand you have to really make sure that you show sure that and it doesn't mm. have to mean they have to be funny just because you think funny people is what people want. But you have to make sure that you show up as, as you are your own self because this is literally what people will interact with when the time comes.
0: Totally. It comes back to that, that age old idea that people buy from people, I guess. Yeah. And if you, if you put yourself out and your personality out in one way on social media, then actually that's what people will expect to have when you then jump on a coaching call. And, you know, we want people to have a good idea of who who we are and what our personalities are like when we are speaking on social media, for example, or when we are at an event or whatever it might be, because you're totally right. You know, personalities have got to have got to match and they've got to get on. And if we're working with someone in a group coaching session or one-to-one or whatever it might be or consulting, you know, those personalities have got to be able to work together, essentially, right? <laughs>
1: And you get to a point, by the way, when I say this, because people are like, but I just, again, especially right now, we're talking at a time where there's still like a lot of uncertainty in everywhere in the business side of things. As people are like, but sometimes I have to say yes to things that maybe don't feel 100% right. I get that. You come at some point into a position where you can actually make a decision and say, I'm not going to work with this person because it just, I know that it wouldn't fit perfectly with who I am. Sometimes not even the value. Sometimes it's just the, com- the personalities. You feel like maybe you're not going to work. And it happens because we're humans, okay? At first, it might be harder because you, wanna, you might have to be feeling like you have to say yes to whichever opportunity comes. And again, it's a matter of mindset because slowly you will start feeling like, okay, I'm going to push for other opportunities instead. But I don't want, I'm not the kind of person that will say, if it does not feel right, say no. Regardless, you need to understand why you struggle to say no. Why you struggle to let go of some things because of fear, because of doubt. If you don't start working on that first and you just say no because uh, a coach is shouted at you on TikTok, <laughs> it's not going to help because it's still <laughs> not going to feel right. I'm saying this because it's true. That's, yeah. my, that's, that's probably my pet peeve is like, you know, I love an element of personal development and it's a big part of uh, I call um, personal development. It's like, ladies will know what I mean. i like be on PMS every single day. You go up and down, up and down, all around. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, you know, and that's already hard. And then if we start listening to some to somebody that is saying something to us, that to us does just feel painful, and we do it just because they shouted at us that that's what we should do, uh, we're not really going to go through the root of the issue. The issue is not necessarily doing something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Is asking, why am I feeling uncomfortable in the first place? fear doubt confidence what is what is this bringing up work on the reasons why you struggle to say no to things that don't feel right and then it will become easier and easier it's never super easy but at least you will be able to start making those decisions this will be as i said i, I tend to be quite, you know bl- not black and white about anything but this is the only thing that i'm a bit more <laughs> feeling strongly about it's just you know we are humans and sometimes and your your journey is very different from the one that the people you see on social media uh, so listen to what they have to say, take it as something that you might want to implement, but don't ignore your feelings just because of that. Does it make sense? Yeah, that does. That does.
0: Yeah, because it it can be so easy to feel like, oh, I've got to do it this way because that's what so and told me to do. Or that's what everyone else in the market is doing. Um, but no, as you say, we are we are all humans and we're all going to have different paths and different things that will work for us and different things that won't. So in terms of speaking of journeys, in terms of your journey and your journey with confidence, because it sounds as though, and this is an assumption, but it sounds as though you are fairly confident in, in your values, right? Through the work from what we've just spoken about, through the work that you've done with the manifesto with Creative Impact Co. And then how that has then reflected on your consultancy and your own brand. But have you always been that way? Have you always been really firm on your values and your beliefs, or has it been a process
1: to get to this point? Um, I I was thinking about, as you were asking me, I was thinking I do. I I would say yes to that to the answer. I thought you actually we we were going to ask me the question was Have you always been the confident? Because like no. Uh, but I don't think anybody is confident the way they were born. They're like, yes, I <laughs> just am. Come out of the womb and you're like, yes, guys, I'm confident. Can, can I swear on this podcast? I forgot to of ask you. Of course me. you can. You can do one. Yeah, because well, I think that's that's the right time to use an arm to say, yes, I'm the shit. And you're like, you know, just born, you're like, <laughs> I'm the shit. And I like, know. It doesn't happen, guys. Nobody's born like, you know, <clears> the <throat> boss baby with like, th- that's a really weird <laughs> image. <laughs> with little, uh, little, like, you know, like sunglasses, be like, I'm the shit. We all have our journey, and I was a highly insecure human.
0: Now I've just had a thought. I think for the artwork for this podcast, I'm going to get Boss Baby and superimpose your face on it. Anyway, sorry, I digress.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm glad that I could bring some, some actual class on this. <laughs> what you needed was class, and I brought it, and I served it. Oh, yes, you've got it. Um, you've got um, sorry. <laughs> you know what? I would say, I obviously, I haven't always been confident, which means overall I haven't, I haven't always been confident on my values. But the reason why it was is because I had to learn how can I be best of service. Let me explain. Oh, uh, let me explain. With that, to means something that actually i told you a few times when we're chatting, which I, I recommend any client, by the way, even our members and staff is just ask people what they want and ask people what they're struggling with and ask people what the problems are and ask people how can you help them. When I started doing that, our values kind of started shaping up because I know how I want to live my life and what my ideal lifestyle is. And spoiler alert, is not to make a hundred thousand pounds a day. I want to make, obviously enough to be happy, enough to be, but I also want to be able to feel like I can have other elements in my life. You know, so your ideal life is something that is ideal to you. Just like what you said about, don't look at what so-and-so's ideal life looks like because that might not be what you want. You might want to have more time. You might want to have more money. It really does depend on what feels right to you. So that's but I want to try to make sure that it doesn't project too much onto the community. Like I run a collective, I run a membership with hundreds of people, so I need to make sure that my values are what the whole team stands for but also represent the problems and the ways that our uh, that our community wants to grow. So once I started asking people what they wanted and that was through both the membership itself but also the courses, our magazine that we have and even the podcast actually that we run I can actually shape better values because I realized that obviously the people that we're attracting are the I have the same passions the same mission of who we are as a company so in a way uh, I knew what values were resonating with me but also want to make sure that they were also something that could be bigger than myself in order to do that I need to start asking people what they wanted And Mm -hmm. When you do that, you realize the people that you attract because of what you talk about, because of the people that you interact with, they are going to have that mission. And if they don't, they're probably going to be very uninterested in what you have to say because they're going to feel that it doesn't resonate with them. So for me, the best way was just asking people what they wanted. One, it's good because then you give them the type of value that they need on social, on content, whatever that might be. But two, also, because then you get validation. And I'm not saying that you should live through validation because it's not necessarily healthy for him to do. But when a member tells us or tells me after masterclass, I learned so much, or this was exactly what I needed, or thank you for being there for us, because we asked him, you know, what can we do for you? How did you find this? How can we improve this? It just reminds you in those days where even making an extra £2,000 is not going to make it because you're tired mm-hmm. or because you had a bad day, it just reminds you that you are helping others because it's hard sometimes, you know. It's hard sometimes, especially when you do a lot of your work online. You don't see the, the changes. Like I'm also a personal trainer, not that I practice it anymore, but I'm a personal trainer by trade. And what I loved about that element of it was to be able to see the transformation on the confidence, people being able to do an extra squat, people having able to, to pick up higher weights. Mm-hmm. When you work a lot online, It's hard to see sometimes the transformation unless you start asking people what what they're finding value and how are you helping them so that you can make it even better. So don't do it just Mm -hmm. for an exercise of your own ego. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But still, that sort of validation just helps because, you know, they're on the right track. And if they say, actually, this is not working for me, then at least you've got something to work by. But sometimes we're too afraid to ask people what they want or how how you are doing because, it's going to be a reflection on yourself. I love what I do and I love my company, but we rebranded in January. and uh, We used to be called the Health Bloggers Community, which is even clearer what it was then. Um, and I rebranded because I know that it wasn't working anymore. And I had to be like, you know, it's either that or we die pretty much because mm-hmm. the Health Bloggers Community was not what it was going to be. And then by rebranding and shuffling and clarifying, we found a whole new host of people as well as old people um that we could support so it's really about being okay okay check the ego at the door you want to do something that feels good for you but also that can be help others so asking people what they want and asking people how you're helping them and what else can you do and it just really strengthens your values so that i think is what has got us to the point that we're at so the answer is probably no because of that because i started doing it a couple of years ago and probably should have done a lot sooner than that mm.
0: Okay. So with that in mind, then, yeah. what is what is one thing, looking back and reflecting back, what is one thing that you would tell your younger self?
1: Mm, mm, I think I will tell just like, uh, okay, I will tell uh, you're enough. Just that. And then I'm actually gonna... Apologies, I'm going to copyright the words. Therefore, actually, Janelle Lewis is our um, cover for the August magazine. So we have a, we have a mm-hmm. monthly digital magazine, and I had a chat with her uh, for the cover issue, for the for cover feature, sorry. And we're talking about producing and gratitude and being and you know and showing up for others, and I asked her. So I would say you are enough, but what she suggested that she would want to have on a billboard, I asked her what would you like to have on a billboard? In of the circus, why not? It's a bit like Times Square for New Yorkers. And she said, I would write down on that billboard, I am whole. My whole, like, you know, you know, I don't I I'm not that. broken. I don't need yes. anything else. So that's kind of that obviously Uh, you're enough I think is what I would have needed to hear to be very honest but also I think when I said that the other thing that came to mind is exactly what Janelle told us which was you are all and it's such a powerful these are two powerful things to really say Mm -hmm. and to be honest every so often I need to tell them to myself again Mm -hmm. to remind Mm -hmm. myself that I'm enough because you know sometimes you want to do more you want to be more Mm. And it's kind of good to remind yourself that you're doing the best you can sometimes, mm. especially mm. when you're constantly showing up for others online. It can be tiring. Yeah. It can be a lot yeah. because obviously you have your own life and then you also have, you know, created a system to support others. Um, but yeah, and then I think the you are whole is almost like the next step. I'm enough, great, but also I'm whole. You know, I am in myself, I am everything that I need to be. And the more I grow, the more I change and I shift and hopefully I improve.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. As you say, it's just I don't know, hearing those words for me just automatically just makes me feel calm. I think as opposed to scrabbling around and and trying to reach for external things that might make us
1: feel whole. That's a really oh. lovely grounded philosophy. If you think about that, a lot of the time, the affirmations, again, I have lots of friends that are big on affirmations and also use them myself, but a lot of them are all, some of them actually, should say not all of them, but a lot of the things that we say to ourselves are, you know, you you can do more, you can be more, you can reach this, you can get to that, this is your target. And I'm a believer in targets as well. But a lot of our brain is on that kind of what can I do, what else can happen, what else do you need to launch, what else do I need to start, what else do I want to try, So make that time, I would almost say make that time each week or even each day, even better, extra brownie points, to just remind yourself that you are enough the way you are right now, what you're doing right now. And there is time and ways to improve yourself, to make yourself be better, to make yourself feel like more grounded, whatever. But at least once a day, just give yourself that time to be like, no, you know. I'm doing okay. I, I, this is, in this moment, I don't need to do anything else. I don't need to strive for anything else. I don't need to look for anything else outside of me, as like you just said. Mm. Mm.
0: That's such a great reminder. Thank you. Fab, diplomatic scientist, whichever name you may go by, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so, so much for coming on. Thank you so much for talking and for sharing and sharing your experiences as well. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, my love. Yeah, my absolute
1: pleasure. I was um, hoping the, the, the diplomatic scientist was gonna come back, so thank oh, you. Oh of that. course,
0: always. Um just before just before we finish recording today, could you tell us where we can find out a little bit more about you and the work and your work and creative impact co and everything? Where can we find you?
1: Gorgeous. Thank you again. So where can you find more about me? You can go to my website, fabgiovanetti.com, and at five and slash i I'll probably put in the show notes, but you can find also a little sneak peek of my next book. I wrote a <gasps> book in twenty 20- eighteen <laughs> and the one that's coming out in 2021. I created a little guide of tips to work smarter rather than harder. So if you want to learn a bit more about that, you can go to FabGiovanetti.com slash R-Y-T-O. Yes. Um, that would be the best place to find out about that if you have any questions for me also at Fab Giovanetti everywhere uh, you can find me on Instagram or anywhere else and ask me for more questions or any, any sort of tips or anything and for creative impact you can go to either creativeimpact.group and this is where you can find what we do and how we help people and conscious creatives or Creative Impact Co. on Instagram again to see what we're up to in the very moment that you're listening to this in this very very moment in this very, very moment. Amazing. Can
0: you just do me a favour? Can you say your last name again? I just love the way that you say it.
1: Do you want me to do it as I would do it or as an angry Italian would do it? Um, can we have both, just to finish this off? Okay, so okay. <clears throat> Fab Giovannetti. Yes. Oh, I just love that. Okay.
0: Oh, that makes <laughs> my heart sing, because I would, I would go Fab Giovannetti. It doesn't quite sound sound the same. It just makes my heart sing hearing it oh. in your accent. Oh, wait,
1: the the angry one would be, huh. how would that be? Because you did it better than me, probably, but <laughs> Fab Giovanetti. That's the one. Giovanetti.
0: <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and we're going to finish on that note. So Fab Giovanetti. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, my love. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you. <laughs> What fun, what fun, what fun. I get such a lot from talking to Fab every time I chat with her, every time I work with her. And we have a lot of fun as I'm sure you were able to tell too so fab aka diplomatic scientist thank you once again don't forget to head over to her profile and over to the creative impact co and also you'll find all the links mentioned to both her work to that freebie that she's mentioned and also to the collective in the show notes have a good one guys see you next week Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. As ever, if you did enjoy it, please do remember to rate, review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to spread the word. And you can find the show notes for this episode over at amylayton.com. All right. Have a great one. Catch you next week.